This message is presented to you by Pastor David Lambert and Exceed Life Church in Virginia Beach, Virginia. For more information, visit ExceedLifeChurch.org. Praise the Lord. The Lord is good. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Good seeing you out here today. Let's just go in prayer. Father, we honor you today. And I just thank you, Father. I ask you to think through my mind, speak through my lips, your very words. Father, I ask that you just give us each hearing ears to hear what your spirit is saying. And we endeavor to give you all the honor and all the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, the Lord is good. We're live on Facebook. Glory to God. How many people have a Facebook account out here? Okay, good. We've got some in crowd in here. Amen? The rest of you need to get in. Amen? Get a Facebook account. Get some friends because we're, we're broadcasting live. And um, so notice comes up on my Facebook. Now, everybody on our Facebook, you probably don't know how Facebook works if you don't have Facebook. But you have a network of friends. And so everybody that has, um, that's set up on our Facebook, on our XC Life Church Facebook, they, they will see our video or right now at the presentation. But, uh, but also, um, if you're connected and you have friends on your Facebook, you get a notice. And if you click, it says share, then everybody on your, in your friends list gets to watch me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And they're going to be so blessed. Amen. And so, uh, in other words, you know, you want to just get the word out that, that the truth is coming out of Exceed Life Church and, 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 um, and then start sharing with your friends. And then what happens is more and more people get, get to see, because I think we're like the, the, the best kept secret in Virginia Beach. Amen. Amen. In other words, they don't know we're here yet. That's right. But we're trying to make it known. So we need to make it known. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, make it known. Look at your other neighbor and say, get a Facebook account. Okay. <laughs> Amen. Well, that's just a plug there. We are, praise God, we've been ministering, or I've been ministering on the Holy Spirit. Last month, we talked about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. How many people enjoy that message, those, yeah. those messages? Amen. And, and I felt really impressed by the Lord, by the Holy Spirit, to minister on how to be led by the Spirit of God. Amen. And unfortunately, I think that you know, uh, a lot of people don't think you can really be led by God. They think God's out here somewhere in, in the ozone and we're down here. And, you know, and the only way we can be led is by the word of God, by the written word of God. And yes, the word of God will reveal things to us and what we need to do. But the Holy Spirit will show us when to do things and how to do things and give us truth. Amen. And so we need to learn to be led by, by the Holy Spirit. And last week we talked about that, you know, um, we're, we're, you know, people, but we're, we're not just people. We're spirits that live in bodies. Amen. And so we, we have a spirit, we live in a body and we have a soul and an intellect. We talked about that last week. Uh, in Thessalonians 5.23, 1 Thessalonians 5.23, Paul was writing to the Thessalonian church and he said, May your whole spirit, comma, soul, comma, and body be preserved blameless to the day of the Lord Jesus Christ. So, so actually, you know, he, he was splitting that up. You know, we, we, we are spirit beings. When you die, uh, if Jesus tarries and we're all going to die, um, your body's not going to go up into heaven. It's going to be your spirit. Amen. And so we need to learn 
uh, to be led by God's Spirit through our spirits. And the main scripture, uh, there's two scriptures we're using today, Proverbs 20, verse 27, and Romans uh, 8, verse 14. And we're going to turn to Proverbs 20, verse 27. And this says here, did you find it yet? It says here, the spirit of man is the lamp of the Lord searching the inner depths of his heart. I'm going to say it again. The spirit of man is the lamp of the Lord searching the inner depths of his heart. So really, the spirit of man is like, it would be likened to the light bulb of the Lord. In other words, God wants to guide us through our spirits. Amen? Because God's, you know, God is a spirit. And, you know, the Bible says, they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So God connects with us through our spirit. Amen? Amen. And so in Romans eight fourteen, it says, for as many are led by the spirit of God, these are sons of God. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to be led by anything but, but God. Amen? And, you know, when God leads us, He will always lead us into success. He will always lead us into blessing. He will always lead, lead us out of danger, into divine protection. Do you believe that today? God is a good God. And He possibly led you here today. Amen. You may be a visitor. We want to welcome our visitors today. And, and I believe that, that, you know, nothing is happenstance. You just don't stumble into, you know, doing things. Uh, I believe that God leads us if you're endeavoring to be led by God. Amen. And so, so God wants to lead his children. And we know this, that we are made in God's image. Say I'm made in God's image and in his likeness. So, and God, you know, we're, we're higher than the animals. Amen. Amen. We're, 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 we're higher than that. We're not just, you know, you know, uh, the way that the world wants to teach it, almost like animals are equal to humans, but I don't think so. Amen. We're made in God's image. Amen. God created us in his image and God created us to fellowship with us. Isn't that wonderful? Can you, can you imagine that? God is so infinite. He's so awesome. And he wants to minister and talk to you. Amen. Isn't that awesome? And so he created us so we can have a fellowship with God. Amen. And so religion will tell us that we never know. You never know what God's going to do. Religion will tell you that. Some people will tell you that. You never know. You know, God's sovereign and he can do whatever. But, you know, God wants to reveal truth to us and he wants to tell us what he's going to do. Amen. You know that God wants to reveal to you some truth. He wants to show you some things about the uh, uh, Jesus said that the, that the Holy Spirit will show us things to come. Yes. Amen. And we, we know that because even in the Old Testament, he showed people things about the future. I mean, he, he, sh- he talked to Noah and, and he he let Noah know that there was a flood that was coming. And so he, he actually revealed to Noah the future and, and prepared Noah for the flood. And I'm going to say this to you today, that God is trying to prepare us for maybe a flood that the enemy may be trying to brew in our lives. Amen. And I'm telling you, we should never be caught off guard if we're Holy Spirit people, Amen. if we're people led by the Spirit of God. And, and the only reason why we're, you know, caught off guard at times is because we're not learning to be led by the Spirit of God through our spirits. Amen? So we, we shouldn't be caught, you know, oh, man, I didn't know this was going to happen. No, God wants to reveal truth to us. Do you believe that today? Yes. Yeah. In 1 Corinthians 2, uh, verses 9 through 12, we're going to look at this. 
And this is a scripture that a lot of, you know, some pastors use and they kind of stop. They Sometimes when, when we as preachers preach, sometimes we don't preach the whole full uh, counsel of God's word. We may get bits and pieces of a scripture of a scripture and we may just throw it out there and, and do a lot of hooping and hollering. But, you know, you need to get a full counsel of God's word. That's why, you know, you have to look at it and read it in the context. Amen. And so it says here in first Corinthians two, nine and 12, it says, but it is written, I has not seen nor ear heard nor have entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for those who love him. So, so this is great. And, but, and, and normally we stop here. Sometimes preachers out here say, sometimes preachers say, I have not seen, ear have not heard what great things God has in store for us. And then, and then they stop. God has great things in store. Amen. And he does. And it almost makes you think like, well, I wonder what those great things are. Now, we may not know exactly the fullness of everything that God uh, has for us, especially in the sweet by and by. But we can know some bits and pieces of what he has for us. According to what Jesus said, you know, he has a mansion for us in heaven. He has glory. Amen. And so it says here, but God has revealed them. This is reading on. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God, for what man knows the things of man except the spirit of man, which is in him. Even so, no one knows the things of God except the Spirit of God. Now, we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. So what is this saying? Well, this is saying that God wants to reveal some truth to us. This is saying that God wants to show some things to us. And I'm going to say this. A lot of times your spirit knows things before your head knows it. Yes. 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 Have you ever just felt something on the inside and you knew it was to be right, yes. even though your head couldn't tell you? Yes. You, 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 you know what I'm saying? Yes. And your spirit will, will pick up on things before you, even your mind picks up on things. Amen. Because we're spiritual beings. Somebody say, I'm a spiritual being. So, so the, the Holy Spirit is the, is the spirit of truth. One thing about my walk with Christ, one thing that I don't want to walk, I don't want to walk in deception. Well, the biggest uh, weapon that the devil has is deception. In other words, he wants us to be deceived. And if he can deceive a Christian, he has a Christian. Amen. If he can th- get a Christian thinking wrong then that Christian will, and believing wrong, then we'll be receiving wrong. Isn't that right? And so, so we need to be very careful that, I don't know about you, but I want truth in my life. Amen. Some people don't want truth. Amen. Amen. I'm, I'm telling you, I, I, you know, if, if I'm looking a little fat and, and I ask you, how do I look? I want you to tell me I look good. <laughs> Okay, I, I don't want to say you look a little pudgy down there, Pastor. Your 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 guts kind of hanging out above your belt, you know. I don't want you to say. I want you to say, man, you're looking good, Pastor. You you look better today than you did last week. <laughs> amen. In other words, you want people to lie like a dog to you, amen, to tell you to tell you how good you are, right? But the Holy Spirit will reveal truth to us. And he will reveal things to us. He, not only will he show us things to come, but, but he will reveal things about us. Amen. Amen. In other words, we, we, you know, my 11th commandment is thou shalt not fool thyself. 
Amen. Sometimes we like to fool ourselves. Isn't that right? But you know what? But, but the Holy Spirit wants to reveal truth to us. In John 16, 13 through 15, this is Jesus speaking. And he says, and, and Jesus is talking to the disciples. He's talking to us. And Jesus is about ready to go to the Father, go back to heaven. You know, he came from heaven. And he's about ready to go back to heaven. You know, he's fulfilling his earthly ministry. He's about ready to go to the cross. But he said that it was, you know, it's, it was a reason why Jesus went to the cross, it wasn't not just only to save mankind, not only to get us a ticket into heaven, but one of the reasons why he saved us was to send the Holy Spirit to abide in us. Amen? And so, you you know, anybody have a, a new car that has one of these, you know, um, OnStar things, this, uh, you know, a, a direction, uh, you know, um, how, how to get to a place? Uh, most of you guys have it on your telephones. Like you, you have a, tel- a smart telephone that has a map quest and you, and, you, and you put in there and it will tell you how to get there, how to get to a certain place. Has anybody ever used one of those things? Has it ever got you lost? <laughs> Sometimes they don't work, do they? I think they're in cahoots with the gas stations. They want to just get you all around. Sometimes it's better. I, I'm a map person myself. I'd rather look at a map. Yeah, but but some of these sometimes it gets you lost. But every once in a while it, it, it's right, and and it tells you. And sometimes you miss a turn, and it will try it will recalculate and redirect you. Yes. You know, even though that we're we're we're, you know, we're as Christians we don't do it right. We're kind of like doctors. We're in practice. Amen. Doctors are in practice. They 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 practice. They they don't have it perfected yet. You know, I wish they did, but most you know you have good doctors that are really good at what they do. Don't get me wrong, but they're, they're, but the Bible's oh, but it says in the uh, medical industry is that they're practicing, and, and so so as we walk with God, we're practicing, we're learning to walk with God. Amen. Say I'm learning. I'm learning. And the key is the closer you get with God, the less mistakes you're going to make. And I don't know about you, but I don't like making mistakes. I don't like not miss, you know, I don't like missing a turn when I'm trying to get to a place. I, I don't want to go out of my way. I don't want to waste time. Yeah. Amen. Anybody like that? Yeah. I, 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 want, I want God to reveal truth and I want to get there as quick as I can. Is anybody like that in here? Or is it just me? I want to get in the shortest line. Amen. Holy Spirit, which one is the shortest line? Which one? Amen. And, uh, and if I'm in a long line, I say, God, Father God, please make this line move quicker. Amen. Get, get the people moving. Give them some wisdom. Amen. Give them the cash resolute wisdom. Amen. And so John 16, he says, however, when the spirit of truth has come, this is John 16, 13, 15, when, when the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you to all truth. For he will not speak of his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will tell you things to come. He will glorify me, for he will take of what is mine, this is Jesus speaking, and declare it to you. All things that the Father has are mine. Therefore I said that he will take a mine and declare it to you. Amen. In other words, the Holy Spirit is our wisdom. And the Holy Spirit wants to reveal wisdom to us. He wants to show us things to come. He wants to prepare us. And He wants to reveal uh, things to us. And we have to get sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Amen? Many Christians are, 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 are led by their souls. 
And, and what is your soul? Well, we talked about it last week. Your soul is your mind, your will, and your intellect. And really, the voice of the soul is reason. But, hello. Our soul, our mind, we want to, we want to reason everything out. And there's nothing wrong with reason. Reason's a good thing. You know, uh, it's, it's, it's good. You, you, you want, you want to th- be, you want to think. You don't want, want to become a Christian and stop thinking. Amen. You want to think, but reason is a good thing, but you don't want to you make reason, uh, how you, uh, try to be led by God. It, it doesn't work that way. Because some things aren't reasonable. God may tell you to do something that's not, God may tell you to give money in the offering today and you're, and you're, and ends aren't meeting and it doesn't sound, sound reasonable. But God may be trying to get a blessing to you somehow, supernaturally. And it may not be reasonable for you to put money in an offering plate to help people, but God may show you to do something so he can bless you. Reason will keep us from faith. Faith and reason does not mix. Faith is trusting God. Faith is obeying God. Faith and reason doesn't mix. Sometimes it's un- it seems unreasonable to, for God to tell us to do something, and, and we don't know how it's going to work out, but God will always work it out. You believe that? Amen. And so we don't want to be led um, by reason. Amen. Amen. Because, uh, because that will sometimes take us out of the will of God. Sometimes people are led by reason. Well, it's reason why, you know, and, and what they do is some people are led by how much money they can make. And they're led by money. Jesus. Hello. Yes. They follow the money. You need to follow the Holy Spirit. Because that job that you think is so great that's taking you out of the city, taking you into a place that has no church or no spiritual, and, and you get away from God, it may not be as good a job as you think it is. Amen. Anybody hearing what I'm saying to you today? Yes. I'm hit on something today. Are you hearing what I'm saying today? No, don't follow the money. Follow God. Amen. God will lead you and guide you all truth. God will lead you into success. Amen. And so, so we don't want to be led by our intellect, by just reasoning it out. Well, this seems good, so let's go that way. And we can go that way and we can miss God. We got to go with an inward witness, and we're and I'm trying to get there this morning on, on the inward witness. Amen. We don't want to be led by uh, our, our body. You know, the voice of your body is feelings. Feelings, nothing more than feelings. Anybody remember that old song? Does anybody remember that song? Some of the older people might remember that song. I don't know who wrote that song. And some of you might say, that's the most carnal pastor, amen? No, I'm trying to get down to your level. <laughs> all right? I'm preaching to get down to your level, all right? So I've got to bring it down a little notch. If I go too high in the spirit, some of you are like, whoo! Okay. Feelings. <laughs> Nothing. And then our feelings, right? Man, I don't feel like going to church today. I feel like going to the beach today. So we're going to go to the beach. Right? And you end up, you know, not getting in the, in, in the church and not hearing from the word and not getting, you know, not getting built up. And the devil takes you down that week or, you know, knocks you down. And, are you hear what I'm saying to you today? So we don't want to be led by our feelings. Amen. 
we don't, you know, feelings are fickle. You can feel good today and you can feel good this minute and bad the next minute. Don't be led by feelings. Be led by the word of God. Amen. And by the spirit of God. And so really, and so, uh, and in our conscience, I talked about this last week, our conscience is the voice of our spirit. So our conscience is the voice of our spirit. And if if your spirit is born again, if you have received Jesus and you have a born again spirit, the Bible says that God already downloads his law into our hearts. Is that amazing? He, he, he writes it into our hearts. So when you get saved, it's funny. It seems like when we first get Jesus in our life, we're more pure those first couple weeks than we are three or four years down the road. You know, you want to do everything right, right? When you get saved, you, you're cutting off TV and you're not going to watch these things and, and you're keeping your life straight. But then we start getting lax and lazy and we start allowing the flesh to control. Anybody know what I'm talking about here? Amen. Do I have any backsliders in the house today? No, okay. <laughs> Maybe you can locate yourself, all right? So anyway, we used to be so, you know, uh, we, you know, just careful because we just got saved and everything's brand new. And so your spirit is a safe guide if you are saved. Amen. And so we talked about that last week and, and our spirit or our conscience can be seared and corrupted. You know, your spirit can be actually be corrupted. Your, 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 your spirit, man, is the in, it, it's who you are on the inside. It's the core of you. And, you know, you, sometimes your outward man will make decisions that your inward man would say, no, no, don't do that. Have you ever been there? And we don't want to be led by the outward man. We want to be led by the inward man. Amen. Your spirit, right? And so, so our conscience can be seared. I talked about this last week. In 1 Timothy 1, verse 19, uh, this, this is Paul talking to Timothy. And he says, clean to, your, clean to your faith in Christ. Hold on to your faith in Christ. Keep your conscience clear. For some people have deliberately violated their consciences. As a result, their faith has been shipwrecked. Woo, that, that's an admonition today. Because if we violate what we know to do is right and we, and we keep violating that, our faith can end up shipwrecked. Amen. And, and we can actually, we can, uh, we can uh, harden our hearts our spirits from hearing what God wants to say to us. Amen. And we don't want to be in that camp. Amen. Unbelievers can do that. Amen. Unbelievers can come into a church and God is trying to draw you by his spirit and reveal his love to you. And he wants you to receive Jesus. And if you keep saying no and keep saying no, pretty soon your heart gets so hard. You don't hear the voice of God. In other words, somebody should say yes. Say yes. yes. Lord, yes. Lord, yes. To your will and to your ways. Amen. This used to be an old song. It would say, yes, Lord, yes, to your will and to your ways. Man, I, I always wanted to be a singer. <laughs> now you know why I'm not up here singing with the group. Amen. And um, make a joyful noise. Somebody say make a joyful noise. <laughs> Beware. 
Okay, another thing is our, our conscience can be corrupted. It says here uh, in Colossians 2.8, Beware lest anyone cheat you through philosophy of empty deceit, according to the tradition of men, according to the basic principles of the world, not according to Christ. In other words, the, the world has a philosophy. And the world is trying to get their way of their way of their thinking to you. And how they do that? They do that through culture. They do that through TV shows. They do that through uh, the music. They do that through uh, movies. They, 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 the, the, the devil is the prince of the power of the air, the Bible says. And he's working through the airwaves. And he's trying to get an agenda and get you corrupted. Yeah. Are you hearing me today? Yeah. And you don't need a corrupted faith. Amen. That's why you've got to guard your heart with all diligence. For out of it flows the issues of life. So you want to guard what's coming into your eye gates and your ear gates. I talked about that last week. Amen. And so how do we keep our conscience clear and uncorrupted and, and, and keep uh, open communication with the Lord? How do we do that? Well, number one, we need to study our Bibles. Oh, pastor, I've heard this one before. <laughs> you know how many people don't read their Bibles? They just come to church and they get the word or maybe they watch a little bit on TV. But there's a lot of people that just don't study the Bible. That's right. And we need to study the Bible. Amen. Amen? B-I-B-L-E. That's the book for me. B-I-B-L-E. Basic instructions before leaving earth. B-I-B-L-E. Anybody ever heard that before? We need to read the instruction manual. We need to start studying our Bibles. Why? Because the Bible says that God's people perish because they lack knowledge. We lack understanding of the scriptures and the devil can get over on you. Remember, the devil is a deceiver and he will try to deceive you and he will try to get over on you. But he can't get over on a word person. He couldn't get over on Jesus in the wilderness. When Jesus was in the wilderness and the devil started talking to him and throwing scriptures at Jesus. But Jesus knew the word. Jesus overcame in the wilderness and you overcome in your wilderness if you get some word in you. And the wilderness is coming. In other words, the storm is coming. We're, We're either moving into a storm Aren't you excited about that? Or moving out of a storm. Some of us are moving out of uh, of some storms and some challenges. And some of us are moving into some challenges. But thank God for the Spirit of God that can lead us and guide us into all truth. Lead us into higher and safer grounds. He leads and guides us into all truth. Amen? And so, and so we need to understand that. And so we need to study our Bible. In 2 Timothy 2.15, it says, Study, show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needs not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. So we need to study because the truth can be, you know, there's, there's ministers who can teach stuff out of the Bible that's not Bible. And they can be real, you know, flamboyant and they can be, you know, great orators and but they can preach, you know, you know, 50, you know, 40 percent Bible and 60 percent tradition. And that's why we have to have the Bible and study the Bible and study up on what I'm preaching to you. 
I mean, that's why I try to give you the word at every point that I, that I make. I try to give a, a, a scripture to back it up. Amen? Amen? And so it says here, show yourself approved of God, a workman that needs not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. So if the word of truth, the word of God can be rightly divided, it can be wrongly divided. Amen. Is that right? Yes. Amen. Anybody, when you guys are new as Christians, anybody ever used to flip through your Bible and just kind of, I wonder what God has to say to me today and just put your finger in a scripture. Anybody ever done that? Or is it just me? All you guys are spiritual out here. So just flip like, God, I need a word. And, you know, you flip through the Bible and, 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 and it says, and Judas went and hung himself. Oh, I don't want that word. And then you flip through again and you put it in and you go, go and do likewise. <laughs> See, the Bible can tell you to do something that, that God doesn't really want you to do. Right? right? <laughs> Be careful flipping through the Bible. I can tell you, amen, you get two scriptures and you put them together, it can make you, tell you, you, know, make you say that you need to commit suicide, amen? And that's the devil talking to you. Amen. Number two, <laughs> to keep our, to keep, you know, sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Amen. We need, we need to pray. Amen. Ba- uh, Pastor, you really mean, you want us to pray? You need to pray, man. Yes, you need to be praying all the time. Jesus. But you know what? I pray, listen, when I go to a restaurant, I pray before they send the food out. Right. You never know what they're going to do back there. I used to, I used to work in a restaurant. I know what they do back there in this. They could drop a steak on the floor and, well, that's all right. Throw it back on your plate. <laughs> Blow it off. You better pray before you get the food. Right. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I said, God, please anoint their hands. And, and if they haven't washed their hands, move on their hearts to wash their hands. Yeah. I was at a restaurant a couple, week, um, a couple months back. And, um, and I was in there, and it was one of the cooks that came out. He went to the bathroom, but he didn't wash his hands. He walked back out. I'm gone. <laughs> he didn't wash his hands. I, I felt like I, I like saying to my wife, Yen, Yen, put the food down. Put that, put that fork down right now. But, you know, the Bible says if you eat, if you, you know, the Bible says if you drink any deadly thing, it won't hurt you. I, I used to say if you don't eat any deadly thing. But uh, it's blessed anyway. Amen? That's why you got to bless your food. But bless it before it comes. That, that's, hey, listen, that's just, uh, that's a little nugget today. I'm not going to charge you for that. All right? Pray for, especially if you don't know what restaurant you're in. Amen? And um, husbands, pray for your wife's cooking. No, I'm kidding. But anyway. <laughs> I tell my wife, you know, if she messes up on that food, I say, you messed up on the food. And she says, you should have prayed before I cook. No. <laughs> I'm kidding. Amen. She very rarely messes up. I used to be real hard on her. You know, we're going on 10 years of marriage and it's a miracle. Amen. Because I, I can be a real hard person. No, pastor. No, no I can. I can be real hard. And but I have really softened up over the years. Amen. I guess it's all those nights of sleeping on the couch. But you learn to soften up every once in a while. Make your own dinner. Okay. Um, prayer. I, I'm there. I tell I, I mean, she said to me, you make your own dinner. I said, well, I, I was a bachelor for 15 years before I met you. I can cook pretty good. I can get into bachelor mode, you know. But anyway, 
Pray for us. Okay. Um, <laughs> Pastor, you, you're telling off. Okay. Uh, so we need a, uh, it says in Ephesians 6.18. Have you found it yet? You haven't found it because you don't have the word of knowledge telling you where to get there. I just, I just told you how to get there. Ephesians, unless you have word of knowledge. 6.18 says this. Pray in the spirit sometimes. Are you guys reading your Bible? Pray in the Spirit at all times. Isn't that what I said? No. Pray in the Spirit at all times. Pray in the Spirit only when you really need an answer from God. Pray in the Spirit when things are really messing up in your life. Pray in the Spirit when, when you don't know what to do. No, this is pray in the Spirit at all times. Amen. Sometimes you think you know what to do, but you really don't know what to do. Amen. That's how we mess up. We think we know what we do. Pray in the spirit at all times and on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. So he's saying here is that we need to always be praying. We all we need to be getting we need to be pulling the God card and getting God in our equation every time every time we're dealing with anything. Amen. You pray when you get up. You, pr- you, you pray all the time. You pray when you go to bed. You pray all the time. Amen? And Mark 14, 38 says this. Keep watching. This is Jesus speaking to disciples. Keep watching and praying that you may not come into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. We don't want to be controlled by our flesh. Amen? Amen. Number three, to keep our uh, spirits from being corrupted or our uh, conscience from being seared, we want to learn to praise and worship God. Amen. People that don't praise and worship God don't get too much truth. I don't know if, I, if that was good English or not. If I had my English teacher, I would slap me today. But anyway, uh, worship and praise. The reason why in Romans, in the book of Romans, Paul was talking about unbelievers. And the reason why they, they walked away from God was they didn't have a heart to be thankful. They stopped thanking God. They stopped acknowledging who God is. Amen. We need to acknowledge who God is. He's awesome. Amen. God is awesome. He's great. He's worthy of our praises. Yes. We, we don't need to be nonchalant about worshiping and praising God. We need to get excited about worshiping God. Because why? You're practicing for heaven. If you don't know how to worship God down here in church, you're going to be in trouble in heaven. Isn't that right? You may have to go to class worship 101. I'm sorry. You don't. You're not. You don't. Are you here? Are you here? What I'm saying to you today? Amen. <laughs> Amen. So Psalms 34 1, I will bless the Lord sometimes. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise will be in my mouth at certain times when I'm only in a place where I need God. <laughs> I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Somebody say, His praise, His praise shall continually be in my mouth. The Bible says, Give thanks to God in all things, not for all things, in all things. Don't thank God for the car accident. Thank you, God, that went through this car No, thank God that he, He's getting you through this car accident. Amen? Amen? Yes. 
Amen. And so John uh, 4.23 says, But an hour is coming now is when, this is Jesus speaking, when the true worshipers will worship the Father uh, in spirit and truth. For such people are Father seeking to be His worshipers. God is spirit, and those who worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth. You know, the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. So we want to worship God in spirit and in truth. And what does that mean, Pastor? That means that we don't want to be sinning all week, not repenting of our sins, and come in and act like nothing's wrong. If we don't want to be living in sin, coming to church and acting like it ain't no big deal, I'm not going to admit it. You, you admit it, you'll quit it. And we need to be coming to God, and when we're doing, if we're messing up, we need to fess up, and then we need to, we need to receive God's grace. First John 1, 9, confess your sins. He's faithful, righteous, and forgive your sins and cleanse you yes. from all unrighteousness. Yes. Amen. 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 Yes. That's good preaching. Thank you. Amen. <laughs> Man, this is getting good. Amen. I'm about ready to shut this thing down. All right. Three ways God guides us through our spirit. You guys want to learn three ways that God guides us through our spirit? You ready for this? You taking notes? Number one way, God guides a Christian through an inward witness, an inward knowing, an inward perception. See, we got to be very careful about trying to get voices or trying to get God to speak to us through voices or even through thoughts because the devil can operate in that area. Amen. So the number one way God leads a Christian is not through uh, words that he gives us. Amen. It's through an inward oppression, an inward witness, an inward knowing. You know, some of you are in church today. Some of you, I, I've heard some of your testimonies, how you got here. And, and one, one couple got here because they saw us on the Internet and they started watching me preach. And, and then they, they, they started talking to each other and they said, this might, this, this might be a good church to come to. I'm glad you're here. And, uh, and the more they thought about it, the better they felt. Praise God. Amen. And that's how God leads us. The more you think about something, woo, it, just, it just seems right. Amen. It just seems right. Anybody know what I'm talking about? But if you're going to do something and the more you think about it, it's just like, mm, I don't know. I just don't feel right about it. I just, I don't know. I, anybody know what I'm talking about? Hallelujah. Man, should I go to the strip club tonight? I don't know. I just, I want to go witnessing, though. And those ladies need somebody to witness to them. Are you hearing what I'm saying today? Am I talking to to anybody today? Amen. No, you got to be led by a witness. I don't know if I said this last week, but she was at a, I think I may have mentioned it, that she was at a party. Uh, it was at the, um, and her, she, she's Asian, she's uh, Vietnamese, and she was over at um, the Filipino Culture Center, and they were having some kind of Asian thing going on, and it was some kind of cultural thing for um, the Asians over there, and she didn't know really what it was, and it was Buddha's birthday, and she said, and she felt just uncomfortable. That's the Holy Spirit telling her to get out. You don't need a word from God. Just get out. She felt so uncomfortable, she said, I gotta go. I, I, I got to go when she found out it was Buddha's birthday. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. And so when we feel uncomfortable, when it doesn't seem quite, it's not right, that's the number one way God leads us. Yes. Because the other ways can be a hit and miss way. 
Amen. We have to challenge some of these things. Amen. In Acts 27, 9 through 11, this is Apostle Paul. It's, and this is Paul. He's, he's going on a trip to Rome. And um, he's on a ship, and, he says, and it says here in, in Acts 27, when, when considerable time has passed on the voyage was now dangerous since even the fast was already over. I guess Paul was fasting. Paul began to admonish them and said to them, Men, I perceive that the voyage will certainly be with damage and great loss, not only of this cargo and this ship, but also of our lives. But the centurion was more persuaded by the pilot of the captain and the ship than by what was, Paul, what was being said by Paul. So Paul, it says here, Paul had perceived... He didn't have a, a thought that said it's going to be bad. He just had an inward perception. He said, we're going to get, get shipwrecked, guys. Did you know Paul was shipwrecked in that, in that, in that ship? And so he tried to tell them, and they said, well, uh, the, the, the guy that was bringing Paul to Rome, you know, uh, said, well, let me check with the captain. And the captain says, I think everything's good. See, we can go with a natural. It looks good. The skies are blue. Everything looks good. But you better go with your inward witness. And so they went on, and, they, and there was problems. God doesn't want us going into problems. Amen. The devil does. Yes. That's why God wants to warn us to keep us from those issues. Amen? Amen. We can override the leading of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And I've done that. Uh, I, was, um, I went to Bible school, believe it or not. And uh, uh, I was out... Uh, in Oklahoma, I went out to Oklahoma to go to Bible school, and I was in an apartment, and all I had was my clothes. Uh, I, I, I drove over there with a small little convertible, a Mazda Miata. And um, anybody like convertibles out here? But anyway, but it, you can only put so much in that car. I couldn't bring, a, you know, too much. And so when I got to my apartment, because I was, I was preparing to go to school in Oklahoma, I had nothing in the apartment but my clothes. I was kind of like Jesus. I, I didn't have a pillow to lay my head on. And, um, uh, but anyway, uh, I was there, and, and I, but I had MasterCard. Anybody know what I'm talking about? And I didn't have anything. And I said, I got to go buy some pots and pans. I got to, I got to, I got to get, I don't even have a lamp in here. You know, it's dark. Uh, I need some lights. I need some lamps. I need some pots and some pans to cook. And, I didn't, and so I, I got my credit card, and I said, I'm going to Walmart. And I went to Walmart, and as I was strolling in Walmart, putting stuff in to use MasterCard, I felt like it was wrong, like I was sinning. It's not a sin to go to Walmart. It's not a sin to buy stuff at Walmart. Well, it might be. But anyway, we, that's another message. No, I'm kidding. That's for all the people that like the small stores. Amen. But anyway, uh, as I was pushing the cart, I had no excitement about buying. That was God trying to speak to me. And so as I put the stuff in and I took the, and I purchased stuff, put it on MasterCard and I, and I didn't need to because I was already in debt. God doesn't want you in debt. And so I was in my apartment and I had all this stuff, but I felt like this wasn't right. What I did wasn't right. Like I, like I did something wrong. I just didn't feel right about it. I said, God, you want me to take all this stuff back, don't you? I don't feel right about this. Like I stole something. And I know I didn't steal anything, but I didn't feel right about it. So I went and took all that stuff back. Amen? They asked me if I had a fight with my wife. I was single. Yeah. What happened? Did you have a fight with your wife? You, brought, you know, they think all ladies want all the pots and pans, right? But, uh, and so I took it back. But within a week, within two weeks, God sent people my way and gave me all this stuff free. I didn't ask for anything. 
They just found out I was new, that I moved in. Hey, can you use some stuff? I said, yeah, I might be able to use some stuff. And we, uh, uh, there was a person that was moving away, and we have all these pots and pans, and we have uh, blenders and uh, all this, and they were moving, and they didn't want to take all this stuff. And, and guess who got it? Free. Delivered. All this stuff. I mean, God filled my entire apartment up. Amen. I, didn't have to, I didn't have to use MasterCard. Right. I, I, I used the, the heavenly card. Right. Amen. Amen. So, so, so even though you may miss God, you can do U-turns. I was able to return that. Thank God for, for U-turns. Amen. So you can miss God, but you can do a U-turn. You can, you can be in a wrong place right now, but you can be in the right place Today or tomorrow or today, you can make a decision. Number two, God leads us, and I got to close this down. God leads us through an inward voice or a still small voice of our spirits. What does that mean, Pastor? Can, can, you, can you elaborate? Yeah. Uh, our spirit, God's spirit's in our spirit. The Holy Spirit resides in our spirit. Amen. And, and that's where we get information is by the Holy Spirit. And our spirit picks up what the Holy Spirit is saying to us. Amen. You got it? Yes. And so, and so, and then that will come to our minds and we'll get the answer. Yes. Amen. Amen. Have you ever been there? Amen. Hallelujah. Have you ever looked, uh, a lot of times it's through an unction, it, that's the primary way, but sometimes you, you, you will pick it up in your mind and, and you'll get a word from God. Amen? But it's through your spirit. And that's an inward word. That's a still, small voice. In Romans 9, 1, it says, this is Paul. I'm telling the truth in Christ. I'm not lying. My conscience, my spirit testifies with me in the Holy Spirit. So he was saying that, that the Holy Spirit testifies in his spirit that what he was doing was right. Does that make sense? Man, I got to shut this down. When we miss God and sin, we can feel bad and feel guilty afterwards. Have you ever missed God and sin and feel guilty? Do you know that the Holy Spirit will never make you feel uh, condemned? The Holy Spirit's not here to condemn us. Amen. But do you know that your own hearts can condemn you? When we miss God and we sin, have you ever prayed the prayer, God, forgive me, but you just didn't feel forgiven? Anybody ever ever like that? Just feel like, oh my God, I miss God. God doesn't. God has not forgiven me. I still feel condemned. Have you ever felt that way? Well, uh, John the apostle talks about that, and he talks about that in First John three twenty through twenty two. It says here, and whatever our heart condemns us, for God is greater than our hearts and knows all things. Beloved, if our heart does not condemn us, we have confidence before God and whatever we ask, we receive of him because we keep his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. So, so sometimes our heart condemns us, even though we ask God's forgiveness. Well, we're, we're going to we can't go by our, 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 our feeling of condemnation. We've got to go with the truth of God's word. If we ask God to forgive us, he is righteous to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Amen. And then you don't need to, uh, you know, put ashes on your head like they did in the old days and, and mourn for a week over your sin. You just need to believe that God's blood, his blood, Jesus' blood washes, cleanses you and throws your sin in the sea of forgetfulness. Amen. And you don't need to keep bringing it up. Is this helping anybody today? But pastor, I still feel bad about it. Well, let it go. Because God has. Amen. I remember I missed God one time, and I thought that was it. This was years ago, before I even became a pastor. And I missed God. And um, 
And I was going through Bible school. I missed God. And, uh, and I said, oh, God, I missed you. I missed you. I was, I, I was feeling so bad about it. And, and, and God had to get through to me because I was really mourning. You know, I was really just, just, anybody ever been there? No, Pastor, I haven't been there. I don't really feel any kind of remorse about sin. You need to get saved. You just need to get saved. You need to come up to the altar. After it's done, I don't feel nothing, man. Man, you're dead on the inside. You need to get alive. But I felt so bad, and uh, and the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, uh, "Don't you know? I'll take care of it. Uh, uh, I, I got it covered. I think that's what the, the Spirit just spoke to me. I got it covered, and it was like, Ooh. and then uh, then the Lord led me to Romans eight. There's no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus, for the uh, for the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus sets you free from law, sin, and death." So, so there is no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. Amen. You know, when you miss it, when you sin, your spirit is not actually sinning, but it's your flesh. You're outward man, but your whole, your spirit wants to do the right things. Amen. So when you're sinning, it's your outward man doing the wrong things, but your spirit is grieved on the inside yes. and, and your spirit can grieve. Amen? Amen. But the Holy Spirit will encourage us and try to draw us back to God. Amen? Do you believe that today? Amen. The Holy Spirit is likened to the father that had the son that went wayward. Remember that? And the son found himself in the pig's pen. But when he came out of the pig pen and said, if I go to my father's house, he, he can make me a servant instead of a son. And remember, he started walking towards the father and the father ran to him. You know, the father never said anything to him about his sin. The father put a robe on him. He never said, man, you spent all the inheritance. No, no. The, that father was likened to what, how, how God is to us. He, he doesn't want to look at our sin. He wants to look at the blood of Jesus covering us. Amen. He doesn't want to look at your missus. Right. That's why if you just judge yourself, you won't be judged. Right. That's why if you keep your heart pure, then you're going to have confidence with God. And you're going to have boldness with God. And you're going to walk in victory with God. You believe that today? That's why when we keep our hearts right, doing the right things, I'm telling you, we'll become like lions in the kingdom of God. Like a lion of the tribe of Judah. Do you believe that today? Amen. Amen. Did you receive it today? Let's bow our heads in prayer. Father, we honor you today. And we just thank you, Father God, for your mercies and for your goodness. And thank you for your love. Father, perhaps there's people here today. Maybe there's some that, that are backslidden in their walk. They're, they're cold in you. They're, they, they're not walking with you like they need to. And they need to get back to you. Or maybe there's some in here that's never really walked with you. They just have religion. They just have a religious Jesus instead of a personal Jesus. And Father, we know that you, you, you want to forgive us and cleanse us and walk with us and talk with us and bless us. And if you're here today, maybe you're in the audience or maybe you're watching online and you know you need to get right with God and you know you, and, and you just sense the presence of God. Don't don't resist it. Don't resist God, yes. but embrace him. Yes. And if that's you today, make make a decision today that you're going to serve God. Say this out loud and mean in your heart if you're ready to move into that place with God that you know you need to move into. Say this. Say, dear God. I believe, Jesus, you died on the cross for my sins. Jesus, I believe you were raised from the dead for my justification. Jesus, I'm turning to you fully, and I'm turning my back on sin, selfishness, and Satan. 
Heavenly Father, fill me with your Holy Spirit. Thank you for receiving me. In Jesus' name. We thank you for listening to this message. For more information, visit us at exceedlifechurch.org.